Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I managed to blackmail my boss into giving me an amazing promotion at work. And before you begin judging me, trust me, he had it coming. My boss, Carl, was truly awful. No one at the company liked him, but he knew someone higher up in the organization. So yeah, we had to deal with him. Anyways, let me tell you how I ended up becoming Carl's boss and started my race to the top. After graduating from college, I got a job at a great company. It seemed like my dream position, and I was so excited about it. That was until I met Carl. Carl was awful. He was almost twice my age and always stared at me like he wanted to have me for lunch. Actually, he looked at every single girl at the office that way. It seemed that to him, the company was just a big meat market. He was also really misogynist and nasty to be around. Working underneath him was a nightmare in more ways than one. Not only was he really mean, but he was completely useless. He'd get people to do all the work and then take credit for it. He'd also pay really low wages and then boast how he helped the company save tons of money. I'm sure you know a guy just like him. There seems to be one in every single office. During my five years working for this big company, I had to endure him every single day. I walked into his office feeling more confident than I had in five whole years. He'd even made the mistake of texting me inappropriate pictures, and I had saved those as well. Carl really was a fool. Before, I had remained quiet about his attitude because I was afraid that I'd lose my job. Now I understood it was the other way around. It was Carl who should have been scared instead, and I was going to let him know that. When I stepped inside his office, he immediately began spitting all these lewd remarks. He said something about my legs and about my short skirt. He was really a disgusting pig. Instead of frowning, though, I smiled. He must have taken it as a sign that I was finally going to give in to his advances, because he smirked at me. But soon, his smile would disappear. I let him know I had been recording our every interaction for the past two weeks, and that I had even saved the text he sent me. He froze on his seat and gave me a furious look. He seemed just about ready to fire me when I told him that, if he even tried to do that, I would send the audios and the text to the whole board of directors. He was stunned, and I took the opportunity to begin explaining to him what would happen next. I said that if he refused my terms, I would not only get him fired, but also I'd hire a lawyer to sue him. Carl was pale, and for the first since I met him, he didn't have any snarky remarks to throw my way. I loved seeing him so helpless and quiet. Next, I informed him that I wanted a big raise and a promotion. In fact, I wanted his job. He seemed even more stunned at this demand. Just like I had expected, Carl immediately refused. I simply shrugged and explained that he had till the end of the day. If by the time I left the office he didn't agree to my terms, everyone would have the information in their email inbox by nightfall. He looked truly sick as I triumphantly walked out of his office. He didn't leave at all during the morning and didn't even get lunch. Carl flirted with me constantly and harassed me when other people weren't around. 
It was icky and uncomfortable, and I began hating going to work thanks to his horrible attitude. Plus, he constantly gave me more work than I could handle. If I couldn't get it done in time, he'd get mad. And if I raised over the challenge, he never, ever praised me and then simply took the credit for my hard work. You can't even begin to comprehend how infuriating the situation was. Five years of dealing with his lies and manipulation and nasty flirtation. I tried telling him it made me feel uncomfortable, but he simply wouldn't listen. To him, it was funny to behave that way, and he believed he was untouchable. Everything changed after we had a mandatory meeting that addressed the company's policies when it came to relationship between employees and office harassment. I suddenly understood that my boss wasn't really the one in charge. I was. I had simply never realized how easily I could ruin his life if I decided to tell the higher-ups everything he had been putting me through. Now, I knew that I needed proof, so I didn't act right away. I waited a few weeks and simply recorded our conversations during all those days. Every single morning he harassed me, like clockwork. He also mistreated me and spoke down to me. I had it all on tape, and that would be his downfall. When I felt I had more than enough material to blackmail him with, I made a copy of all my data and then decided the time had come. Carl finally slipped out of the office around 2 p.m., looking defeated and terrified. He approached me and told me he agreed to my terms. He asked me to be reasonable, trying to beg me to choose another path he could take. I didn't back down. I wanted his job, and that was it. That was how I became his boss and got a big team to manage. It was amazing, and I was determined to bring some real change in that office. He had really hurt the team's morale, and I knew I could solve this problem with enough time. At first, Carl seemed to think he was still in charge. I quickly showed him that this wasn't the case. I organized a meeting with all my new employees and let them know about the news. I was their new boss, and Carl would be my right-hand man. He thought it would be the best way to bring some order to the office. He looked utterly humiliated and didn't speak up at all. We both knew he wouldn't be my right-hand man. The thing is, I couldn't just say he had no real job at the office any longer. It would have been too suspicious. People were surprised and had so many questions. I tried to put their worries at rest and assured them this change was for the better. They were worried about what would happen next. After all, they might be losing their jobs and wanted to know what would be happening next. I assured them that no one would be fired. Not even Carl, I thought to myself. I had special plans for him. I had meetings with every single employee during the following week. I asked what they liked about their jobs, what they'd like to change, and what were their potentials and interests. That's how I got to understand what needed to be modified and who would work better in another area. People seemed really happy with these new changes, and soon the atmosphere greatly improved. My employees seemed far happier, and they actually dared to come into the boss's office and speak their minds. Before, Carl belittled them whenever they asked him for something. I listened and evaluated if what they requested was possible or not. I also decided to raise the salaries, as I knew they were too low. Imagine the employees' surprise. They were so happy and grateful, and Carl was utterly furious. Of course, I cut his salary in half, since he didn't deserve the amount that he was being paid. It was outrageous, really. Carl had never worked hard in his life, and he was living like a king. Well, that was over the moment I took charge of that office. I have to admit that I did get a bit petty. I couldn't help but want to get some more revenge on this horrible man. After all, Carl hadn't only made my life a living hell, 
Everyone at the office hated him, especially the women. You can certainly guess why. I did everything in my power to make him feel incredibly uncomfortable. He only got tasks that were dull and time-consuming. If he ever complained, I just believed him and reminded him that there weren't small tasks, but rather small people. He fumed about it, but he couldn't do a thing about my attitude. I mistreated him while making sure never to say something that might incriminate me, just in case he had the silly idea of recording me. This only seemed to anger him even further. He didn't know who he had been messing with, but now he was finally discovering it. Everyone in the office liked having me as a boss. They were happy about their salary, and I even made sure they got a whole lot of extra perks and benefits. I wanted them to be satisfied and proud of the work they were doing, and I never ever took credit for what someone else did. Anyways, Carl ended up having enough. He had been clearly attempting to undermine my work and get his job back, but that wasn't going to happen. When he realized it was all in vain, he ended up quitting. He couldn't deal with the way I treated him and how happy everyone was under my management. I didn't try to stop him, just told him goodbye and reminded him that if he ever tried to come after me, I still kept the tapes and texts. He looked sick to his stomach when I said that and left without another word. We had a party that night, and I bought everyone the first round of the night. I really felt there was cause for celebration. Now, you might ask yourself if I really did deserve my new position. Well, after Carl quit, I continued to work for the same company and earned myself another promotion, and then another, and another. Years later, I ended up becoming the organization's CEO. I was incredibly successful, and people truly admired my hardworking habits and novel ideas. I was also celebrated by the way I treated my employees. The truth of the matter is, I don't try to show off and pretend I'm charitable or something. What I do is respect the people who work in my company and pay them a good salary. It's truly as simple as that. I haven't heard about Carl for a while, but the last I knew of him, a young woman had actually taken him to court. I'm not sure if he was convicted or not, but apparently the case against him was pretty solid. If you ask me, he had it coming. I thought that maybe he would have learned his lesson after everything that happened, but guys like him truly never change. I could probably find out if he's in jail or not, but honestly, he's not worth my time. I let go of my grudge a long time ago, and now I lead a happy, successful life. If he wants to keep ruining his own life, well, that's completely up to him. He doesn't need any help from me to dig his grave deeper, apparently. Thanks for watching. Have you ever had to deal with a terrible boss? Tell us all about it in the comments. Don't forget to subscribe and check out our other videos on the channel. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.